forever. Dog. Race chaser. Hello. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Race, Race Chaser, Chaser Classique, Classique, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. This is what we're gonna. My name's Alaska. What's yours? I'm Willem. So on the last episode, Ruby and AJ went to San Antonio, <laughs> and. <laughs> I'm winning that hundred thousand dollar prize gonna, money. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about all the other podcasts. We're gonna talk about all the other podcasts. We may have already talked about it. We already talked about it. Oh, AJ the Queen, my new favorite fucking show. I love it so much. Okay. I'm on episode seven. Don't spoil it. I okay. hope the good guy wins. Well, coincidence. Yeah. We are on episode seven of RuPaul's Drag Race season. Right now. Oh. <laughs> uh, and it's, of course, the Dragazines episode. My nemesis. Right. Um, last week, the theme was Hope, Hope Floats, Floats, the Sandra Bullock smash hit. <laughs> And uh, you floated your boat all the way to the winner's circle, honey. A double yes. win. The rarely achieved um, mini and main. Mini Maxi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Call me Mini Main. <laughs> uh, did, did you ever have a Mini Main? I don't know. Did I? Probably yes. had multiple Mini Mains. I think on All Star they had like a hundred. Is that how you said it last week? Mini Main. Mini Main. Miniana Main. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> My name's Mini Main. Miss Mini Anna Main. Oh, Mini Anna Main. No, I was thinking like uh, 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 something with a dot, but Mini Anna Main is way better. There ain't no challenges around here that I, I haven't won. Hey, mister, you looking for a girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> you like my wig? That, she's stealing your line. Oh, That's yeah. usually what you say Oh, someone shows. already tagged me. Wait, I thought Willem wasn't on this. <laughs> and she was like coming out of the passenger seat after sucking a dick. So. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, so I won the mini and the main. Um, and uh, yes. Jiggly's boat was very Saint-Tropez. It's, yes. It's too Saint-Tropez too is my Saint-Tropez. only critique. No, yes. most, yeah. Um, <laughs> but Milan was in the bottom with her, and it was her third time lip syncing, so she hit the house. Milan and Jiggly were in the bottom, and uh, Milan lip synced all of her clothes off. <laughs> and her wig. It's time to lip sync for your life. So take off all, all your, your clothes, clothes and wigs. Also, remove your <laughs> shoes before you start dancing. <laughs> the season four theme song. I'm uncomfortable reading this lipstick message. I can because Chad says it later in this episode. It's something that we had all been singing in the workroom. <laughs> that doesn't make me any more comfortable, but go ahead. Oh, color girl, why your base look like chalk? It was something Yeah, like, she was singing it in an earlier episode. Because we were playing That's around turning. with the Knicks foundations too. And yeah. Oh. Um but Chad later, uh, we we said it the whole time, and we always thought of oh Milan. He gosh. also wrote "Gay Love" and "Say Love," and Jiggly represented because that was a pretty great lip sync between both of them. It was really cool, uh, skill wise and just technical wise. I would have liked if at the end Milan uh, made some different choices wardrobe wise, but he he did what yeah. he did, and I think he knew the writing was on the wall. Yeah. Too, also, I think that was that. Yeah, I think he knew it was up, and I think that was the end. The jig was up. 
The jig is up. Bam! Mm. The jig was up about the hangers, too, because when I walked in the workroom the next day, mm. there were no hangers to be found. Did she steal her hangers? I don't know. Or maybe somebody moved them so they'd get me to stop saying, give me the hangers every time I walked in the room. They were producing you. I don't know. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> it's just like Unreal. Willem asks Jiggly, oh, and I actually love this exchange. You guys are talking in the workroom before the thing happens. And you say to Jiggly, do you think you're going to win the show? I hate this exchange because it's like one of those things where I was like, why did you have to... Why did why did you have to choose to make good TV and instead like be an asshole to people you had just met a couple weeks before? I do it to Dita at one point where I'm like, was that stain on your shirt in front of everybody? Like, why am I an asshole? That was in the reading challenge. No, I did it again in Untucked once. Oh, because I'm watching Untucked now too for the first time a lot. Like last night was the first time I saw this episode's Untucked. Yeah, <sighs> I'm intolerable. It's hard to watch yourself yeah. sometimes. For sure. Anyway, I understand. Yeah, I did ask Jiggly, like, we were all talking around, like, just the, the confidence level there um, was never there. And I was like, do you think you're going to win? And it was like that kind of thing, like, where, like, you expect someone to, like, rally at that point. And she was just like, and it just showed her, it's like someone rolling down their turtleneck in front of a vampire. Because after yes. that. You know, that's it. Yeah, it's a. That's why I I like the exchange, <laughs> and I think it's a fair question because if you're in a competition like this, you should go into it saying, "Yeah, I'm fucking going." Yes, I am. Yeah, uh, and I think that the people who end up being in the final three are people who can confidently say that. Yeah, even if it's um, misguided. <laughs> Misguided. That's another network drag queen name. Oh, for I sure. Like, Definitely. Yeah. Misguided. Guided. <laughs> um, Jaylee asked me if I could do a split at this point. Anita cocktail. <laughs> I need a man. <laughs> I need a man. Amanda hug and kiss. That's too advanced. Oh, for I network. knew an Amanda hug and kiss. I know. That's a good one. Yeah. She worked at the stone bar with me. That's a fucking good one. That would never make it on network. Too controversial. Too controversial. People wouldn't get it. Too blue. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank God we have the video message to save us because it was just like Oop. extra extra tweet all about it like a rolling stone today's queen on the download needs to be a real hustler on time and always in style so start spreading the news because you're going to wake up in a cyber city that never sleeps is cyber city a thing I don't know want a cyber I d I'm not up to date on all my periodicals so. <laughs> Uh, so this was the reading challenge. The library was officially open. Always and, a fun day. Uh, it was so great. They yeah. told us the night before that it was happening. Yes. Um, which which is, you know, they told us to write some zingers and stuff. and Stingers and zingers. Yeah. Clunkers and junkers. And, and some people just repeated <laughs> other things that were said throughout the season casually. And it didn't work for you some people. <sighs> Why don't we go through some yeah. of the reads? Did you, when they said it's coming, did you sit there and like write out and try to remember them? Is that that's um, what I did? I had a cheat sheet. Did I use it? No. You had no. a teleprompter. You demanded <laughs> it was flown in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I always cheat. I have. You, there's a word on hype. Uh, what hyper? Who's a majiggy? That was a word in my audition today, oh. and that's a hard word to remember in the middle of something. Yeah. So like, I write stuff. I cheat all the time. I don't mind. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Dita, 
She <laughs> she comes up first and she goes right hard and says, "You're the first one with child, Jiggly. Congratulations." Uh, that was funny. The phrase "with child" is very antiquated. With child, yeah, yeah, it was great. It's funnier than if you said, you look pregnant. That's not funny. But yeah, no, like, no. you're the first contestant to be with child. Uh, Latrice, you're free now. You don't need to rock the yard sandals. We really, gagged. Really great. I mean, I, I thought Dita was kind of. Dita was great. The best G- one. It was, it was definitely Gaganzola. Um, who went next? I think, did Fifi go Fifi. next? Fifi. It was flimsy. Yeah, there but were some clunkers. There were some clunkers, <laughs> and you saw her face after. It looked like her face as she was leaving the wet t-shirt contest. She knew. Where her, where, you know, when you when when you just want to dab your upper lip for sweat, <laughs> furiously <laughs> like that. Yeah, um, Chad had just given me his card a couple a couple oh like days or weeks before, and so I used outside it. of Drag Race. You got Chad's card somehow. Yeah, yeah. And it said like. Uh, I think I took it from Detox's makeup case or something like that. Like D had one, I don't know. But I had it and I was like, it said MySpace on it still. So I was like, I'm going to use this. And then the Fifi one was just about her snaggle tooth. Read that. That's very sweet. Fifi, you are gorgeous and you catch the camera's eye from the right, but from the left, you snag it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That Thank is a you. deep story. <laughs> Thank you so much. Very funny stuff. Yeah. Chad, come uh, come here. Uh, come, come to Mother, Mother Dust. Dust. Here's my dentist you. card. Use, Use it, it, babe. <laughs> Willem, you're scary, Bradshaw. See, uh, the girls went for like my face being like marble and my face not moving and shopping and other stuff. But you're the only one who had a well. You're the only one who had um, pharmaceutical legal fillers. True. <laughs> Probably all I had was Botox. Oh right. Okay. I just I don't um. I mean, my face does move. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And it did then, too. Like, after that joke, like, you see me moving my eyebrows. Anyway, I saw it's a you joke. just move your eyebrows. The rhinestones were glinting in the light. Thank you so much. We have great light spilling, and we're at the Pasadena branch mm-hmm. of Forever Dog mm-hmm. Studios. Beautiful in the, in the portico, the portico pod stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can hear the birds There's overhead. Too many butterflies and birds outside, all the too nature. Many. Yeah, we don't we don't want that feedback. Dipper is also in Big Dipper drag, just in case anyone is wondering. A sequined Oshkosh bagosh and a child 5X. And he's wait, he's removing the Oshkosh bagosh. (gasps) There is an even skimpier pair of Oshkosh bagosh underneath. (laughs) (laughs) Is that an escape hatch on the back, you dog, Dipper? Wow. Um, Latrice says, Jiggly Caliente, BMW, body made wrong. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's like, remember when Raja oh. just read, she's fat, old, syphilis. who cares? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like one of those things where like, sometimes just, it's enough. Uh, <laughs> Girls love to go um, to Mother Goose Town, and Latrice is no exception. She says, congratulations, Willem, on your new role as the big bad wolf by the hair on your chin, chin, chin. chin. Very funny. <laughs> um, Sharon says, a lot of you girls like to clock me for painting my skin on the gray side, but I was inspired by Dita's knees. It's the same color as Willem's beard. Well. Skin? <laughs> chin. Oh, she says chin. Yeah, that's chin. What I meant to our Sorry. our page says sking. <laughs> Your sking is gray, though. To be fair. Yeah, thank you. Sking. Now this isn't. <laughs> this is an old Lisa Lampanelli 
or Joan. I forget which one. It says, yeah. Jiggly Caliente, you are such a fat slut after sex, you smoke ham. We lost it. Yeah. It was so funny. funny. Um, Stolen, but funny. Yeah. Hey, um, I steal all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I think she told me that she was watching TV and it was uh, she was watching a comedy special and she just... You know, it's a good so was joke, my haters so roast writer one year. <laughs> good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but Latrice won rightfully so this mini challenge. Oh yeah, and uh, what the, an honor to be re- read by Latrice. Oh my gosh, such an honor all the time. <laughs> it is uh, what? Go ahead. In Untucked, she she lightly <laughs> reads me, and I rewinded it just to watch it, and then text it to her, where she's like. Work on that boo boo. Oh, <laughs> it was so funny. It's something about my beard, I think. <laughs> um, so Just the main use Duncan Hines like the rest of us. You can't use something just add a little sparkle to your skin. <laughs> uh, the main challenge this week is to conquer the world of publishing. Mm-hmm. Oh, check. Who wins the mini? Latrice. You said that. I'm a podcaster. <laughs> We're going to take Thank a break and, and get some things check. in order. Okay. <laughs> Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready-to-eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And oh, the yes. food, delicious. My taste buds had a party exactly really good really easy to make loved it not a lot of cleanup because factor meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping the cooking and cleaning up simply heat and savor the good stuff and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need and then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle get chef prepared meals on the table in two minutes with factors ready to eat meals so you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, 
truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag and use code drag50 drag to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code drag50 drag at factormeals.com slash Drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. My goodness! Oh, this long pony. You know, I I you don't know. Sat on it. I don't know if I'm gonna do 40 inches again anytime soon, but it's worth it for tonight. I like how you dip tied it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. The metallic accents it adds to it. It does dimension mm-hmm. movement. Movement body it catches the eye. It needs it some snags it. <laughs> snags it from the. <laughs> this was a very difficult episode. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, um, I'm it, so excited to learn about that. I mean, the world of publishing to conquer it in in a day. They, conquer it. <laughs> they gave us our mini challenge. We did it, and then they said, "Your main challenge is." To launch a magazine. Uh-huh. Uh, Lovely. Latrice, as the winner, got to assign the magazines to each queen. Mm-hmm. And I think she was being st- not strategic, but uh, uh, intentional with the these assignments. I don't think she was trying to fuck anybody. No. I think Honestly. everyone got assigned something they could work with. She, she told me, like, you know, she gave me mine because that's, you know, she thought I'd be good at it. Sugar walls. My sugar walls. <laughs> so uh, Jiggly got the Battle of the Bulge, which we all laughed uh-huh. at and thought was hilarious. <laughs> um, Tastes like chicken was Dita. Which, which these are kind of, that, that's kind of a subtle read because hadn't Dita talked about, or maybe she, she had She talked talk- about it in this episode. Had she mentioned it before that she was like, Mm-mm. okay. But we, um, I thought it, I thought she should have done it as a porn magazine. Oh, okay. yeah, and then just say I misunderstood the assignment. Working blue, <laughs> sugar walls uh, was sugar. was my assignment, and that was home decorating. Love that kitty cats uh-huh. with Sharon. Hey, kitty girl. Sashay away, which is a travel magazine. <laughs> yeah, uh, Eleganza, which is fashion. Fashion. What's the tea? Latrice. Uh, which what what is the topic of gossip? This? Gossip. Oh Celebrity gossip. So much gossip. I want to see the receipts. Yes, the uh, parent company of Hot God. Steal that gossip. Actually, I don't think What's the Tea has anything to do with Hot God. Actually. Yeah. You might be correct. Are we nominated for a queer tea again? We got to save the date. Yeah, I got to save the date. What if we go? What if we go? I don't have a thing to wear. <laughs> oh my gosh. <gasps> Who are we nominated? It's not, the nominees haven't come out yet. Oh my God. We just got invited to the party. Okay. You were invited to the party. Okay. Jiggly is sitting and snacking, working on her magazine ideas, and she is curious if it needs to be comedy or serious. Fifi encourages Jiggly to be serious in her magazine assignment, then goes over to Willem and says, I told her to do it seriously because I know she'll mess it up. Here's the... Okay. 
Okay, I love casting Fifi as some sort of mastermind villain, but I think it was more like Jiggly just was sort of rudderless in this whole thing and didn't know what she was doing. And Jiggly defends wanting to go serious with it, even after RuPaul's urging. Mm -hmm. So, and it's kind of Jiggly's stopping point in the competition, I think. Yeah, but for someone to take delight in or reveling in the machinations of, oh, I encouraged her to do the thing that I think will send her home, even though just you don't delight in it and then come over to someone else who is probably not your friend (laughs) and just to talk to them about it. I think she was trying to be your friend. Look at my face. I'm kind of appalled by hearing that Jiggly's friend, Fifi, is not, look at my face. Like, I'm not happy. I, I screen. I screenshotted the scene because, like, I remember when she was doing this. I was like, "Why is she telling me? And why would you do that to your friend?" Because I thought her and Jiggly knew each other from before the show with how close they were on set, mm-hmm. but they didn't, and that was wow. a shock to me. Um, because I just think sometimes there's there's people that are that are drawn to codependency, and they need like a they need. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it just felt like that Jiggly and her. But I, was, I wasn't I was thrilled that that was happening. And I definitely encouraged Jiggly after that to do funny. And she wouldn't listen. Yeah. But, like, I didn't think that that was okay. Um, and Dita didn't think it was okay that she had to do, like, the chicken thing. Because she didn't want to eat chicken in public. She didn't want to eat watermelon in public. Um, and she didn't want to be a black woman on the cover of a magazine eating chicken. Okay. Latrice, Latrice, this is where she comes up with "Good God, Get a Grip, Girl." Which we in response in to this, mm-hmm. that, that was a color guard statement they used to say. Yeah. Oh, really? Good God, Girl, Grip, Girl. Yeah. Five Gs. Oh if they would drop the flag. Amazing. Good yeah. God, get five Gs. Five Gs. <laughs> Latrice is amazing at fucking spinning a fucking rifle and a flag. <laughs> oh my God, I just love. Okay. Oh, this this I definitely um, texted because the closed captioning say that Dita then said, you tried to goof a bitch in the closed captioning. But it is very clear what Dita said. And I get this was okay when it was before it was Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, e-commerce website, Goop. It used to also be a verb meaning to get one over on a girl. Yeah. Usually it it was usually short for gooped at the page, mm-hmm. which meant like we got one over on girl, but then like in the same way that house on boots became house or boots. Yeah. It kind of just got truncated to gooped or girl, mm-hmm. you got gooped. So before it was before it morphed into goop, it was a word that's offensive. Yeah. Before that. Okay. Which Dita says. But that was commonly used, and I don't think it was used in the way that it is known as being an offensive slur. I thought it was a. I thought it was a word that had two different. One was a verb, which meant "goop to the patch," and then one was a a slur that you don't use. Right, but because one is a noun and one is a verb. Yeah, exactly. So, but it is the same word. Yeah, so is Polish and polish. Right, one's capitalized. I'm wearing nail polish (laughs) right now. And I'd like. And I'm to... drinking Polish Springs because <laughs> has high, high octane content. Mm-hmm. I'm sniffing Polish Springs. <laughs> um, but yeah, closed captioning is weird. They call me William all season too. 
Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, wait, oh the- Oh, oh my gosh! Look who's here! Oh my gosh, how's it going? It's mother! Yes, uh, Rue does a little walk around, and uh, Dita's not really connecting um, with her ideas. Um, chicken Ru- of the month? <laughs> Who else will come up with chicken of the month, Rue? Who else well. but me? <laughs> Here's the thing. Well. All of the walkarounds are terrible. They're all bad. So maybe that's a good indication that like, this is a dumb challenge. Because it's like one of those things where create a hypothetical magazine and then we're going to judge you on what a stilted, night school ass, PC only, computer using designer can do for your cover in 15 minutes on a Mac. So the person we got judged for our magazine covers mostly because based on fonts and layout that mm-hmm. you did not decide. Yep, all of okay. it. See, they couldn't even size shit right. We should get to that. We will. Uh, anyway, because yeah. even with Fifi, she's sort of like, well, it sounds like when you say you're going to make Lady Gaga really pop, and then you then it does it. Oh, so. it popped, just not in the way that she wanted. <laughs> it popped like soju. Mm. <laughs> um. Rue, Rue, Rue was giving me my walk around like normal and uh-huh. it was going well. I was showing her like a pillow that I made, which is then on the cover because I was giving decorating tips. I wanted to show people how to make an easy pillow. Is it the pillow you stole from Interior Illusions? No, I gave that back. Don't say stole. <laughs> um, this is how rumors start. Purloined. <laughs> well, here's one that's not a rumor. I stole the gold throne <laughs> from Scarlet Envy and I'll do it again. And then I fuck Mimi in the ass on it. <laughs> Nasty cunt. I, <laughs> I when, when Rue does this walk around thing with me and says, well, who's your audience? And the way I said, I was like, women, men. <laughs> Just because I wanted to tell her everybody, like who wouldn't like this, you know? And then and she said, used- That's a little broad. The bitch used it against me. And then they cut it to my face where they, I look stupid. How did they? <laughs> There's a lot of editing in this episode. A lot. It is fucking Frankenstein. All the seams are visible. Um, But Jiggly really was given guidance by Rue, and she said, I'm just going to do it my way. (laughs) And Yeah, Jiggly's really... Well, and here's the... I mean, I sort of can see how this could have worked for Jiggly, though, because she has the a serious life story attached to this topic. She struggled with eating disorders, which she reveals on the show. She talks about it with RuPaul. And RuPaul is sort of like, okay, but the best way to get your story to connect with people is by being funny. But I I could see in a different circumstances or on a different day, if someone, if everyone was being funny and one person decided to be like, no, I'm going to connect to like the heart about this issue that means something to me, then I could see them being praised for that. If it was good. If it was, if it was good. Yeah. And believable. Right. Yeah. And I think that it just wasn't well executed. Mm-mm. It was cute. Just not executed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, so taking the cute out of execute <laughs> this is all in the same day that um we were given about maybe hour and a half before we started going into photo shoots so you have to get in drag right after when we, do you write and plan stuff right after we finished the mini challenge mm-hmm. 
they gave us like our packets and told us and like materials and stuff that we could work with. Mm-hmm. And it was like maybe hour, hour 15, like, okay, you're going to be going in one by one shooting your concepts. So we had to have stuff like churned out. You know why That's I was really fast. Uh, I was naked because I did not know what I could wear. And I was like, you know what? It'll just be cute with like legs and hair. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be a much tighter crop. It was supposed to be like my knees. And then the boys just looking up at me. Uh, it's fine though. Um, oh, don't worry. We'll only be shooting from the front. Oh yeah. We'll only, oh, we won't see we'll only be doing chest up. <laughs> don't worry about wearing shoes. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We'll take a break. <laughs> That's really, really fast. Yeah, it was a quick turnaround from writing and preparing to being on set. And then we also, get this, we had to film a commercial uh, or do like an agony ant column where we answered some um, advice questions. Which you do that too? Yeah, which we were judged on the runway, but they never showed. Mm. And they, um, Fifi didn't have anything to wear for it, so I let her borrow a jacket. A purple jacket. Oh. And it was really cute. And she won the challenge. But it, like they made us do all this work, extra work, and they didn't even use it. it That's was a, rough. It was a long, long, long day. And then at the end of that day, after we shot the commercial and the, the top of, which we had to write, mm. and the top of the um, the cover, we were supposed to do the design layout after interview. Mm. Like So we were there. It was like 10.30, 11.30. We're with this guy that doesn't know how to use a computer. Fifi and I are just like, can we please just do it ourselves? Please, we're running out of time. We've yeah, been dude. here since 8 a.m. Like, and it was just no. Everything was no. And you're like, okay, we see. Like, hmm. I, I I had a feeling it was my week from then. I was like, okay, I'm being difficult by asking. My bad. But um, that's some- the hardest thing when you're like, when you're like watching someone try to do a, a, a command on a computer that you know how to do and you're trying to d- describe it, it's very, very, um, it's very hard and frustrating. It was, it was very much so. <laughs> and they won't let you do it. They won't. They literally said, I know don't Fifi touch knows the keyboard. how to do a fucking computer. I know you She was a graphic do... designer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It... Did you know this photographer? Jonathan, Jonathan Clay Harris. I worked with him, yeah. He's a nice guy. Everyone sexually harasses Jonathan Clay Harris. Everybody. Um. <laughs> it, uh. Yeah. So let's get into some of these commercials. Um. So why would? Uh, who said that this is a simple Akira dress? <laughs> you do not know that that dress is from Akira. <laughs> Where do you think it's from? I don't think Akira it's, existed at that time. Zara? Akira in Chicago? Yeah. It existed. It's uh, like a it's um like a strawberry or a Joyce Leslie well, or a dog. Now it's a very now it's a huge company. The Sparkle app? Online. The filter? Akira? No, that's Kira Kira. Akira now is like people go online and get stuff. Is it the same thing you think? I don't know. Do they make dresses like this? Scoochie dresses? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yep, same thing. <laughs> It's a very simple dress. It it's works. nothing, you know. I could see I could see <laughs> Sunny I could see Sunny in the kitchen totally wearing that. For sure. Sunny Sunny came home. No, Sunny she's a she's oh. a chef. She's like Sunny the, came home she's and the, she sat down in the kitchen. 
She came home to a list of mail to too. To be fair, yeah, she fucking did. <laughs> no, Sunny's um a chef on the Food Network, and uh, she's the only like black chef that I know on the Food Network. <laughs> Big Timber, you said this is a sad plate of chicken. Let me see the fucking chicken. It's four pieces of chicken on a clear tray. Oh, oh is it? Dita is so mad that she has to do this. She's like chicken. Chicken. She's like, this is literally what I don't like to do. I don't like to just pose with chicken for no fucking reason. And literally, she is posing yeah. with chicken for no fucking reason. Sharon Needles does some acrobat climbing. She stacks up every piece of furniture on the set and then climbs to the top of the structure. You can hear Duncan or someone yelling. Sharon, we need to get down. Sharon, Sharon. we need you to get down now. I can trust myself. You don't know about fashion. You don't know anything about fashion. She's originating little Edie's presence on Drag Race. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. I think that I thought Sharon was going to win this one, too. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it was really cute and a, a clever take on a kind of a concept that, I don't know, that I think a lot of people would go crazy cat lady. Um, she did too. She just picked a famous cat, crazy she, cat lady. That RuPaul loves. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> the Jiggly came on and uh, she. Sharon also says, have you ever done porn? You should. <laughs> that is. Textbook sexual harassment. <laughs> and Jonathan Clay Ross does not have to take it or whatever. He doesn't. He could top is. in the porn. <laughs> he doesn't have to take it. <laughs> in fact, I might be into seeing that. <laughs> um, Jiggly's, uh, Jiggly hoofs up in some RuPaul's Iron Fist shoes. They are great, aren't they? Oh, well, they're yes. Fabulous. They are sickening. They're, they're sickening. Oh, sickening. They are fabulous. Sickening. Yeah, um, she tries to jump rope, and the rope jumps her. Um, oh. But she does do a thigh master with the pit crew boys helping. And um, I just talked to Marco today because the pit crew boys are in Marco Marco underwear, and Sean mm. features quite prominently in his Marco Marco briefs. Let me tell you, is there an imprint? There is a vertical uh. imprint. <laughs> um, and horizontal. <laughs> so Jiggly's the whore. Oh wow. <laughs> Chad is focused on being less polished because that's what the judges have been asking. Because when for. you wear a monocle, you automatically think, ooh, hey, rough. she wants to go avant garde. She wants to go fashion forward. And um, <laughs> I don't, I mean, she looks good. You yeah. can never say that Chad Michaels no, doesn't look good. She looks right. fine, but the fact she that does. she thinks this is less polished. And- what is she holding? A telescope? A telescope, I thought. And, it's but- travel, fashion, world. Oh, it's not a monocle. It's a nose ring. Oh, zebra print is very the vibe. It's very, um, it's very Calabasas woman. I'm going to world market. I'm trying to be more very global. Very those teeth. <laughs> what is he saying? He's like, and what do the goggles represent? <laughs> Travel, global. <laughs> I get it. Aviatrix. Okay. She's not travel. <laughs> Fifi is a travel magazine because we all wanted her to go oh. the fuck away. Okay. Well, now I see why Chad missed the mark because it was giving me travel see, global, not fashion. I also thought that he was maybe going to be in the bottom. I had this challenge all wrong. Wow. Well, and, and I did it wrong, apparently. I was in the well, bottom. <laughs> challenge made wrong. <laughs> um, Fifi looks like she's taking a dump most of the shoot. She's just like squatting. 
She has a really great rapport with the photographer, and she's very like, "This is what I wanted to look like." Yeah, we can do this. Okay, so I, I mean, it looks as though it's going well. I have her. those shoes. You do. Uh huh. <laughs> They're YSL. They're showing her exposures on the computer. And See, she's picking a few out, and she's picking the good ones. I think her exposures, the ones with her legs, there she had way better frames than what they gave her for the cover. That's why I was mm. like, did they want her to lose, and they gave her a bad? Because she looks like she's taking a dump on the cover. Mm-hmm. It's like there were so many different frames. There's a market for that. Yeah, I, <laughs> there is. Hot blonde chicks taking dumps. And later, Michelle gives her the critique. Or mentions that she was wearing a blonde wig cap under the blonde wig. Do you remember hearing hmm. that? I don't remember that one. Oh, okay. What was it about? Is that bad? Uh, well, that, uh, that's my question to you. I'll need a reference. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to listen it. to it yeah. when we get to that. Um, it's all in all successful, though. She she does a, a good job. Yeah. Yeah. A well-run photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Latrice is getting dickmatized, <laughs> and that doesn't work out on these challenges. No. She literally is profile the whole time, just staring at Bird, Bird watching. Yeah. And she's like, rub up on me. Touch up on me a little bit. Yeah. Touch up on this. She is inches from Sean. Oh, my and God. Her, <laughs> she is, she's got the back of his neck, and she is rubbing with one finger. <laughs> oh, my God. And Jason is I fucking the camera. And I call him out on this in Untucked because every frame, he's just like, Blue Steel. Yeah, for Rihanna, sure. Rihanna, Olsen for Twins. Sure. All that. Then we get to Willem's challenge. You say you want them to be faceless, uh, so you put lampshades on their heads. And I understand this because I don't want the distraction to be somebody else's face on the thing. I want it yeah. to be my face, but I want it to be peopled. So I often put my dancers in masks or something to disguise their faces. Yeah. So I, I understand that. I mean, I it, and it was weird doing a photo shoot with no music. That's why I was singing a song because I was literally oh. like, can I get some music? And they wouldn't play music. So I was like, okay, I'm the prettiest one. Now the candy's gone. No, so, you cannot fuck me. Yeah, it was just like trying to be a pillow fight and have a fun atmosphere on set. And I think a tighter crop of that would have been exactly what I wanted. And I don't know. Do you think it was your um, demeanor that cost you the challenge? Good news, bad news. She's a bit of a diva. <laughs> and she's a bit of a diva. Yeah. I don't think it was my demeanor. I think it was I think it was my week to lip sync and they knew that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um the next day, the divas walk into the room. Uh, and they talk about being bullied or their family is not accepting them. And then the talk about uh, some gay marriage stuff comes in. Yeah. Um, Latrice says that, um, you know, she wants to get married, but she doesn't want gay marriage to be called marriage. She wants another name, something more fabulous. Mm-hmm. And at that point, someone's like, I can't believe you don't. And she's like, no, listen to what I said. Yeah. And um, it, it was one of those things where I remember listening to her and going, I don't agree with her on this, but mm-hmm. I am not opening my mouth. Yeah. I was choosing my battle because I was like, I'm ma- I'm the only person in this room married. Yeah. Le- I think Chad was was partnered. I don't know if he was married. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, it was one of those things where I was and they they tried. They were like, Is anybody married in the room? Do you wanna weigh in on this? And I was not doing it. I was like, I'm doing my makeup. Yeah. This is not a good day I'm anyway. Doing liquid liner. Stop shaking the table. I think I said one thing and then I was like, you know what? This is not a discussion we're going to be solving today. So let me just 
Focus on my mug. And Jiggly says, wouldn't it be crazy if Latrice ended up get, being the first one out of us to get married? Which, you were already married, but did Latrice become the first to get married after this? No, I think Fifi got married. Oh, right. And Sharon probably yeah. ruined a couple marriages. <laughs> across the lands. <laughs> I went to Latrice's wedding and it was fucking awesome. I bet. I took oh zero God. pictures because I was so fucking lit. I had like three servings of peach cobbler. Oh, oh so, so good. good. I think we did that instead. Everybody did that instead of DragCon one year. DragCon New York's Fuck first yeah, year. Dude. Yeah. Um, RuPaul hits the runway in arguably one of the best looks uh, of all time. I love this one. An asymmetrical uh, strapless ball gown with a shoulder poof. Dark blue and purple and black. With a, a patent cinched waist looking like a bruise wheel. Lovely. Ah, uh, this is a deep salute. The big <laughs> hair. I mean, it's just drag excellence at its finest. Michelle or Rue? Because Michelle is up well, in also, the gig also. Also. Michelle has a reveal coat on. <laughs> She's doing a shoulder reveal. Whatever um, you are. <laughs> Cue the fuck. Very um, star-studded panel. We have Pam Tillis. Old school. And we have Regina King. This is another instance of the judging panel being like people who go on to have meteoric success a few years after being on Drag Race. Because Regina King was established at this point, but she's like like she's like an Oscar winner now, right? Was she at this time? Yeah, for when... No, but at this point, she'd been working for... 30 years on 227, right, a different world. Like a celebrity. She was always yeah. a celebrity to me. I love her. I mean, globally, I think. Right. I think because I grew up watching 227 that, like, I always knew. I, I loved her, that, which is why, like, yeah. Okay, anyway, we'll get to that later. And, like, Lizzo was on uh, several stars. years ago, and now she's, like, blowing up. But she's Best New Artist nominee for this year. How is she new? <laughs> <laughs> third studio album um yeah regina king is there all i'm saying is that rupaul's drag race is the nexus of of culture in the world yeah latoya don't bring up the name latoya on this pod let's bring it to the runway all right here we go with the runway what was the pro oh we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna talk about the runway so listen to these good old ads and then come back to us don't fall asleep on a helix mattress It's time for Latitudes with Latrice. Large and in charge, chunky yet funky. The legend and icon herself, Latrice motherfucking Royale! I have a fondness for a certain pair of shoes of yours because a lesbian bought me these boots. And oh my God. Michelle Visage Shit. called your boots the, these lesbian, lesbian hiking, hiking boots. boots. And I don't know who would hike in those, A. First of all, right. And B, a lesbian's not going to tie all those fucking loops. They're going to get some that. Velcro. Absolutely that. But I had those boots too. How many times did you wear them boots? Oh my God. Why them boots? What? Because let me tell you <laughs> They something. fit and they were sturdy. They were fit. They were sturdy. And you stand for 10 hours a day. We had to stand a lot on the Actually, runway. Actually, 25 hours a day mostly. Yeah, we had to stand a lot on the runway. And bitch, I was, it was either that or I was going to be barefoot. Because what I'm not going to do is have my kneecaps fall off. True. So... Um, yeah, and I was like, okay. And then I didn't like have any spiked boots. I didn't have a lot of drag. I just got out of prison 
Hello. So I had what I had. And so... Um, commissary don't have pleasers. Commissary don't have that. And so that's what I'm just saying. Like, I really went there with nothing. So... Well, you got out of there with uh, probably tons of friends. Are there any um, memories from hanging out in the hotel with the girls before oh, we had have, to be sequestered? We had pool parties. We did. Mall parties. Mall parties. We used to, oh, well, see, that's pool. what happened. That's what we... we, we we got it all locked down. We girl. flew clo- too close it, to the sun. Yeah, girl. We was we the ones that got them on clink, clink, girl. Now they got to pass notes under the door and shit. Bye. <laughs> Meanwhile. Fucking Morris Code sh- bullshit. Yeah, bitch. We used to me who Chad, Sharon was just smoking out of my balcony. We would climb out the window. I made it there by the end. <laughs> yeah. Seventh yeah. floor? Seventh floor? Seventh floor. Um, and then we would climb over the, the balcony and then... Crouch down below so that no one could see us and just blow smoke into the mm-hmm. hidden balcony crouching drag queen. That's what we were. That's what we were. <laughs> what we bitch. did. And blue clouds, girl. Yeah. Blue, blue hydrangea clouds. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Now, do you ever place bets on uh on uh, sports teams? Uh, have you ever heard of uh, any of these athletes? Uh, there's a, there's a site called mybookie.com. No, I'm just kidding. We don't do ads for mybookie. We don't do mybookie ads. Not yet. Not yet. No, 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 no. I'm not dead yet. Okay. (laughs) Um, can we, what was the prompt for this runway? The prompt for this runway, I'm pretty sure was, um, sequence. Sequence? Yeah. I thought it was like black and white. Mm Mm-mm. Cause I'm in pink. Jigglies and yellow. It was something like... Yeah, that's why you were in the bottom. Fuck off. It, it, it wasn't all that glitters is gold. I think it was like shimmy and shine or like something okay. and shine, like sparkle and shine. might have been. Yeah, it. okay. I think sparkle and shine yeah. was a... It was an... Because they talk about it like your magazine launch. Yeah, they didn't tell us that. <laughs> because if you notice, we're all in sequence other than Latrice, who's in like beads. Right. Well, let's take a look at these looks. There are some really great ones. Shall we look at the looks? Oh, okay. Oh, wow. That RuPaul, the shoulder piece, has these like pointy things that you can kind of see. Oh, my God. It's absurd. Okay. Uh, first up is Sharon Needles. Hey, I have a piece of intel. Give it to me. Give it to me. That's my dress. Whoa. And your corset? Is she wearing your corset under it? I think we had like a it it was it was not a corset but it was like a, one of those waist slimmer things mm-hmm. and um she's probably wearing it. she took it with her to drag race but this dress was made by Los Angeles's own Phyllis Navidad oh cool shout Deep friend. out to Phyllis Navidad gallerista she made it for herself but Phyllis and I always got told we look like each other when I first moved well, to LA yeah we kind of do back and, then. And she gave me um, she gave me a, a few dresses one time because she's an amazing seamstress, mm-hmm. and this was one of them. And uh, I said, "Here, here, Sharon, let me give you drag for once because <laughs> I was always <laughs> stealing her shit." Uh, Dita comes out in a little sequin cocktail dress, and the hair looks like remember the the hair with the silver flower in it. From a couple it episodes is, ago where it, it was like it a, is the same hair. A side chignon. It? No, it's not, but it's oh. parted the same and it's like smoother. It looks like that hair, but she took it down and smoothed it out. It, it was a different wig. She looks great. It's yeah. nothing groundbreaking, but she does look really pretty. Yeah, she does. 
Chad Michaels comes out and she's giving you Madonna Ciccone 1985 short cropped blonde hair, the little hand glovelets, uh, the sort of off the shoulder net uh, sequin catsuit moment. Very that. It was giving me um, Legend of Billie Jean. Okay. The uh, Helen Shaver movie from Nevermind. <laughs> I think she looks like former guest judge. Susan Powder. <laughs> yeah, it's a little Susan Powder. There's yeah. definitely powder teas. For <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. Latrice comes out looking like magma. I loved it. It was like this burnout velvet. Magma. Magma. <laughs> <laughs> Liquid hot magma. <laughs> yeah, she looks fucking gray. I love it. It's like, is it velvet? It's velvet. It's yeah. a it's a velvet. And this dress when she left for Drag Race was tighter on her than when it was when she actually had to wear it because uh, three weeks in, she had lost at least something like 10 pounds or something, she said, because she wasn't eating. They weren't feeding us. Wow. We got we got breakfast at the hotel, which mm-hmm. was included, and then we got basically one more meal, sometimes two, and sometimes it'd say, here's money, you can get something on the way home, and it's like, wow. it was not like a strict provided meal, and nowadays... That would never happen. But somehow That's they were crazy. getting away with it then because they were non-union. And it's like they it, – it wasn't it wasn't good. But that's why her dress was falling off. And you can see it, it was yeah. loose. She but still looked amazing. She looked great. Next up, Willem giving us Taylor Swift at the VMAs. Uh, it's a, t- it's a, a, a very short, pink, sparkly number. Is this a designer? No, I got it at the Pat Fields uh, basement in like 2005 for the Nip Tuck premiere for season four, and then they wrote my character out of it, so I didn't get to go to the premiere. Well, it's a beautiful garment. Thanks. Very sparkly, very flirty, very cute. Then I rechristened it because I wore it at Burning Man Mm -hmm. and got fucked by an MMA fighter in it. So I took all the bad memories and put jizz on it instead. Oh, that's so sweet. I know, he's a nice guy. Very pretty, you look great. Thank you so much. So does Jiggly, though. She she basically is wearing the same cut of the dress that she wore in blue a couple weeks before. Tons of Swarovskis, gross on gross on gross. And yes. um, a chain accent around the neck, which later broke, and I pinned into her hair. Oh, that's nice. And then it broke again on uh, the lip sync. She looks beautiful. Unfortunately, we've seen this silhouette and this dress before. It's kind of it's kind of um, like, a, like a quinceanera store dress and then embellished, mm-hmm. which is like, it's nothing groundbreaking, but it's very beautiful. Yeah. Now, Fifi looks Gorge. She finally um, found where her waist should be and put it where it is. It It kicks out just at the right place. She's showing a ton of leg, which she has great ones, so why not? This was the first day I looked at her and I was like, oh, okay, she could be competition. Right. Because it was the first time she looked modern. And the makeup came together. The styling was right. Yeah. I, I just thought, I was like, oh, okay, this is her week then. Right. For sure. Yeah. Um, Welcome to to the the jungle. jungle. (laughs) Uh, So the judges have to say. They have a lot to say. My name is Pam Tillis and I have something to say. (laughs) Uh, Chad tried to be more dirty on the runway. They said it, it. Michelle openly laughed. She's like, this is dirty. Good luck. Well, it's true. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't. Can you unpolish something after it's been polished? 
Mm. You can make it dirty, but you can't unpop. By uh. literally putting dirt on it. Oh yeah, hmm. I guess. But I just, uh, her her magazine to me does didn't say fashion, and she has no. My, it didn't. It said catalog, and that's my pillow. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, based on based on this, I was like, okay, she she might be in the bottom too. Yeah, it didn't really fit the prompt. She looked really cool on the runway. I mean, it's nothing I would put her in the bottom for, but the prompt of the magazine was supposed to be high fashion. And when I think like a fashion magazine, there's a certain feel and a certain vibe, and it's not like superposed like she's doing. More Jimmy James, fashionista. <laughs> How do <laughs> you look? Jimmy James. <laughs> love Jimmy James, deep friend of the pod. We love her. <laughs> Um, Michelle had constantly been asking Dita for more hair and more volume in the hair. And um, yeah. uh, she once again says, like, you know, pump Stop it up. over salting your meat. Who else would think of that? Stop. Chicken of the month, page Man. 10. And the PG. And OK, look at how bad ah. this is designed. The PG <laughs> for page is Double the size of everything of of chicken of the month. Chicken of the month is a third of the size of the PG for page. It is the worst graphic design ever. As a font snob, this is offending me. <laughs> On can you imagine? I, I can't imagine how frustrated you would have been. I, it, it, there's nothing right about the layout of this. Of I mean, any of it them, it does. It. I actually was doing better layouts and graphic designs in elementary school when we first got the one computer uh -huh. that everyone for, got for the to classroom. Share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was able to execute a more finessed um, scenario than um, than this one. Then tastes like chicken. That's not Dita's fault. No. It seems as though there was probably one person working on these who was overloaded and overwhelmed and didn't really um, fit the bill. Why the fuck is the letter PG so big? It means page 10. <laughs> it makes That should no. be very small. It should say page 10 and chicken of the month should be very large. I asked them to change the font from one style to another style and they're like, I don't know if we have time because they weren't allowed to work <laughs> on our stuff after we left the room. Oh, it's like, wow. but these were notes that I told you to do while I was in the room. They're like, they have to be completed while you're here. And I'm like, it's not my fault. He's slow. It was so rough. I was so mad. Uh, well, Sharon's magazine, uh, her writing is really good. And so that's sort of, but I mean, this layout is actually better. It's wonderful. Like hers, it just feels kitschy and fun. And again, yeah. everybody likes to laugh. It's an instant visual joke you know you're like oh little Edie so funny pussy cats drag queen blah 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 it was just I it, it's enough that it made me think she was winning yeah it was well executed and the writing was funny every single one of them was a joke in and of itself or a pun yeah and Regina um eye shaming Sharon for her her spoopy context they scare me yeah why can't you just it be pretty Meanwhile, she's my trademark. She's fucking a big blue dude on 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 HBO. But those contacts didn't scare you. Yeah, whatever. That's so funny. Latrice is told that she didn't need the boys on her cover and that it looks like a club flyer. Okay. And at that point, I said to her, "You got any drink tickets?" Yeah, you. What's the tea, Hollywood? She put Hollywood. Hollywood's not in the title, and they read her for that too. They're like, the magazine looks like it's called Hollywood. It does. 
but that could also be blamed on font and layout. Yeah. Because um, the Hollywood is from the image that is put behind her that they put in in post. So... We were given a bunch of images that we were allowed to select from as stock images mm-hmm. for our covers. Like the background. Yeah, and and honestly, there were a couple suitable for each person you could tell. Yeah. And none of mine were good. So I was like, I'll just leave it blank. Yeah. And then... And, and then, then Santino says the now infamous line. He says her dress looks like a couch from Rena Center. And that there's too much heavy jewelry... And then her bracelet literally broke while Regina was talking about it. And they were talking about the fit of it, too. And she was explaining that she had lost weight since she had been there and it didn't fit anymore. And they're like, that's no excuse, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, you're the ones not feeding us. (laughs) Damn. But uh, that bracelet broke. And I think I'm pretty sure I'm the first person on the ground picking up beads. Because yeah. I was like, bitch, if I'm lip syncing later, I'm not slipping on your goddamn beads. <laughs> That's tea. Because I knew. <laughs> For sure. Um, Willem, you are told that your beard is consistently showing through your makeup on the runway. The font choice on the layout is also a means for uh, critique from the judges. <laughs> and you say, I agree! <laughs> Because I did. To get him to do that ombre took like at least probably two-thirds of my time. It's called a gradient overlay, and it's not that fucking hard. (laughs) It's really not. Um, I was very disappointed, and I told them that. (laughs) And I don't think me me reading their staff helped. I tried to smile while I was doing it. But um, with the beard thing, after I lip-synced, I, you know what, I can talk about that after I lip-synced. Never mind. Um, Spoiler! No, I'm just kidding. Uh, this, this was the first time it was mentioned on the runway, and RuPaul at that point said she couldn't see it; she didn't notice it. Oh, but Michelle did, and mm. you know, Matthew. Matthew told me about it episode two too. He saw it, and he told me to warm it up a little bit, and I was like, I don't know what that means. Right. But we went to Sephora the next day, and I bought Cover FX, and oh. that broke me out. Uh, Pam Tillis says uh, it looks like there's a porn thing about to happen. With my magazine cover. Because you were nude with two nude men. And I definitely... That's um, a typical afternoon for you, though. Which I mean, she didn't know. It's called decorating. You need to start with a blank palette. <laughs> and Regina King called me a creepy robot. Uh, because uh, a couple weeks before, Michelle had praised me fuck. for keeping my composure and staying, you so know... you took the note and you ran with it. So I took the note. I was like, all right, let me just give them the angle that I want to give them and give it to them the whole time. And she called me a creepy fucking robot. My my fellow Southland co-star called me a creepy robot. And now she's on Watchmen with creepy robots. I don't know. I've never seen <laughs> she basically Watchmen, is. but I, but I assume they're creepy robots. Robots. Everything. Um, Next up is Battle of the Bulge, Jiggly Caliente's magazine. Dragazine. How, how to me. fight the midnight snack attack. Okay. She's uh her and her and Jason are are doing a, a magazine cover. It's not it's not very uh It's good. not a great photo. It's not yeah, it doesn't make me feel anything other than that Sean should put shoes on. Or Jason, sorry. And if she was going to go with the serious angle, that isn't brought forth through these uh headline titles. Not at all. At all. No. 
So I think it was just not executed well. I think it was sort of meandering and uh, she didn't really have a clear vision of what she wanted to do for this. Yeah. And uh, thus, the judges read. If they all went up off for Fifi. They were told this is the best she's looked so far. Her mm-hmm. makeup looked lovely. What happened? Her pussy was on fire that day. Bathhouse Bonanza to go or not to go? How I lost my virginity to palm tree? To a palm tree? Wow. Don't you think it should say to go or not to go? Oh, wow. See, that's mm-hmm. good. Uh, 69 ways hot to... But 69 hot spots for hookups. But you're right. That like weird bend in her back when those other ones she had. There were so many other great frames. She's using a squatty potty, and that's better for ergonomics. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Um, do we have the clip of the blonde wig cap comment? Okay, so interesting because she doesn't wear blonde hair. Why would she have a blonde wig cap? RuPaul says your makeup looks lovely. What What happened? happened? Damn. I will say it's kind, it's such a whirlwind being at Drag Race, and sometimes we we do wacky shit with our makeup. Uh, I was doing weird shit with my makeup on season five because they give you an entire box of free new stuff. Makeup. Yeah, so you're trying out new makeup, which is not the thing to do on TV because sometimes new makeup it hits you with a different color or an undertone that makes you look like a fucking ghoul. Or chalky. Or or chalky or gives you a beard. I'm sure you didn't use any of the NYX, did you? No, uh, I <laughs> I still have some of the lashes. Ouch, that pony, <laughs> that human is really sharp when it whips Sorry. like that will. It's virgin temple hair. Oh my gosh. Here's Michelle saying <laughs> what I think she's saying is about a blonde wig. Oh, she. It means that she. She wants that little Mm. bit of darkness of skin, maybe. If it's not going to be like a convincing lace front, then I I can understand how a root would be helpful. Yeah, for sure. As like a base, just to give it some depth instead of like a lamb. Mm -hmm. You know, but we all, you know, black love angel music, baby. (laughs) Black hair is the easiest to match, so Michelle doesn't have to deal with that ever. So she can be picky about other hair colors, you know. Blonde is really hard. Blonde, red is harder. Oh, yeah. Ask Ruby. Ask Ruby Red. Ruby Red. Ruby Red. <clears throat> the safe divas are Sharon, Dita, Chad, and Latrice, and the bottom two are Jiggly and, oh, my God. <gasps> well, I'm so sorry. It's, not, it's never fun to be. I mean, I never was in the bottom two, but it's never fun to be in the bottom two. Wow. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine. Did it suck? Was it horrible? Uh just realizing that you had been bamboozled for by no fault of your own and you couldn't control it was so yeah. frustrating to me because up until then I had controlled everything in my own storyline so mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So I was like, they're not playing along. I thought that we had an agreement, yeah. <laughs> um, but whatever it, it was fine. And um, I, yeah, it is what it is. I Did think, you think that you were going to eviscerate Jiggly Caliente with this song? The only part I, I'm glad I didn't do is when she said, prior to tonight, I asked you to prepare a lip sync. I wanted to say, no, literally last night, because they changed it as we were getting in the van and told us our song was going to be different. 
I was really pissed because neither of us knew this song. Mm -hmm. So when it came time to position one and two, get on your marks, Jiggly and Willem, mm -hmm. they were doing sound check. Can everybody hear the? Can everybody hear the the song? No, we can't hear it. Can you try it again? I can't hear. And literally, I was like, I can't hear anything over here. Chanel Perillo, thank God, made them play the song the full way through because that's basically when we learned. Because we didn't know it. We were work. Was we it in the packet. It yes. was in the packet, but it was a song that we weren't told to, like, you know, right. they give you 20 songs and you know what songs are in the order. And then they give you a heads up on day one of the challenge, what mm -hmm. the lip sync will be for day two at the end of day two. Yeah. And we we had just we had assumed that it was the one in order because that's how it had gone the whole way. And then oh. all of a sudden we're getting in the car and they're like, no, it's this. And we're like, what? Yeah, that's. That throws you off. Yeah, so it was it was frustrating, um, but thank God for Chanel Perillo because she played that song a couple times through, and I, we I was able to like fumble my way through it, but um, you did some great mom work. I mean, I I, I gestured to a corner when you take corners <laughs> on two wheels. I was given pussy. Um, I was you know, it's it's not a song I would have picked to perform to. It's I I've never seen a drag queen perform to this other than then other than when they're ridiculing me. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Have you ever done it since? No. Well, maybe if we ever do Race Chaser Live again, we can incorporate it somehow. You know who does this song really, really well? Sharon Needles. Really? She played the, sp she had spoons. She was going to play the spoons. Oh and I remember in Untucked, I was going to ask her, can I borrow your spoons? And I didn't think she'd For say yes. Sake. So I didn't want to. Have you learned your lesson to wear a panty? No, no, uh, that was that was the equivalent of a death drop. I Are think. you kidding? That Having made them work out. so much harder blurring my pussy. The guy that blurred Jiggly's balls told me about it. He's like, that took a lot of work, and they wow. really kept that in. They could have cut it out real easy. But like, it's not a good lip sync. They do the first verse, a little bit of the chorus, not even the full bridge, because there's a big instrumental like dance break, like a mariachi. <laughs> yeah. What did you do? Five, six, seven, eight? Oh, and then it just goes straight to the end. It's like, it's obviously not. Look at I turned around. Pam's got a rose in her mouth. Wow. Chad gave her a rose. You Man. performed Pam Tillis in front of Pam Tillis. Yeah, I know. I'm still, I'm still speechless. Um, <laughs> Chad gave Pam a rose on the runway. She was like, "My dad likes you" or something. You oh. can't tame a wild rose, bitch. Oh, that's why. It's in the I song. I go where the wind blows. <laughs> oh, uh, Willem, you won the lip sync, and you live to see another episode. Unfortunately, we say goodbye. To Jiggly Caliente. I have a feeling. I haven't seen, seen the last. last of... Oh, oh my, my God, God, that bird has Jiggly. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, never mind. Uh, Bye, Jig. Thank <laughs> you so much for joining us for Race Chaser Classique this week. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we'd love for you to rate and review our podcast. And don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> just hit myself in the face of the microphone. Destiny does turn on a dime. That was rude. <laughs> <laughs> also, our Instagram is <laughs> at RaceChaserPod. And you can follow me at Willem and Alaska at the only Alaska 5000. That's right. Plus, bonus content is available now at Patreon.com slash Willem. 
It's pay to play, so you choose a video you like and leave the coins on the dresser. You can search for Race Chaser content by searching the hashtag Race Chaser. Slide on into those DMs with your scalding hot tea and explicit drickerations and email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Available on iTunes. Next week on a very special Race Chaser. Who is slamming the fucking counter while I'm doing liquid? We go deep inside the episode that changed everything. Willem. You won tonight because you are a beautiful and talented queen. But it has come to my attention that you have broken the rules. (laughs) Willem, I have to ask you to leave the competition immediately. Shut the fuck up. Join us next week on Race Chaser. Classic. Doom, 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 doom.